0: Yesterday I turned 50 and I went to the oil and this is the maimed that I learned and I meditated on. This is the maimed the Rebbe said when he turned 50. So uh, I'm cheating you. No, no. The Rebbe said this maimed in his room and he invited, it was no fabring. it was no a bunch in his room. He invited a handful of chseidim and a couple of bakhrim, I don't know, 20 or 30 people to his room and he said the maimed, Hashem was very, very emotional, Rebbe <laughs> cried a lot. First of all, the content of the maimed, especially the very last lines, are very powerful. And apparently, the emotions also reflected the idea that the Rebbe is a Rebbe, a Nasi, which must have been, which is incredible, the whole idea. So it was very, very emotional when the Rebbe said this maimed. Hashem <laughs> sefazetiftah. When the Rebbe finished the maimed, it was a Yid by the name of Rebbe Shmuel who was considerably older than the Rebbe. He was a very smart man. And he was a and the Rebbe had displayed so much emotion now Psalm 51 is, is David Hamelch's Tshuva capital David HaMelech's dun Tshuva is Kapitul non-alaf. we say it every night in Kishma Shalomidon, and Yidnu say Teken Chatzor say it also after Tikkun Chatzor so most people think that we say this capital because of the Tshuva aspect the bitterness aspect, the sadness aspect, the self-effacing aspect, but the Rebbe says in Tanya that that's not true says in time that the reason we say this capital is because David HaMelech, right after he does tshuva, is besimcha. And we say this to teach ourselves, Tashmieni Sosin besimcha, that after a person goes through a situation of pain and hardship, then you have to have simcha. At the very end of the Maimed, Rebbe quotes four psukim: that a yid asks the abish there, kim Ruach Thank you. Which means, thank you. which means give me a pure heart and a new spirit and then he said which means don't dispose of me remember he said in other words we ask the Ebers there to empower us that I'm going to teach uh, sinners your ways and that sinners should return to you. In other words, after the yid asks the ebbisher for all the things he asks, the E-bishter says, "Now we're going to learn how to do tshuva." The Gemara says that David HaMelech was not shaykh to the aveda that he did; he wasn't shaykh to such an aveda. And the reason David HaMelech was able to do this aveda was because the Abishta brought this aveda to him, so he should do tshuva and told people, show people what tshuva looks like. The Chazal say, "Who all elah shall tshuva." anyway so the Rebbe was very emotional the Rebbe finished the Maimed said to the Rebbe Tashmieni Sosin and the Rebbe had been so emotional and it was so painful for him said to the Rebbe that the David and the says in this capital that the Elisha should give him Sosin and Simcha happiness so without missing a beat the Rebbe tells him the second half of the Pasuk which means to bring Gila which is also a denotation for Simcha to the bones that you've crushed to the bones that you've crushed so that's a little bit of the story of this Mayimit. I'm going to give you a short introduction to the content of the Mayimit, the Techen Adrush. And then we're going to learn the Mayimit. It's not a difficult Mayimit, it's a nice Mayimit. It's like a Yishmakim Mayimit. Chasidis is a All of us know that. Chassidus is a world unto itself. And Chassidus has color, has rules. Like every other part of Tehid, there, there's rules that in Chassidus are very important. And Bechlal Chassidus <laughs> explains P'suken. Chassidus explains Mamar Teresh be'ksav. But there are quite a few Mamar Chazal, Gemores, and Medrashon. that Chassidus also explains, although without a question, the predominance primarily Chassidus <laughs> is explaining Teresh be'ksav. And the reason Chassidus is explaining Teresh be'ksav is because Chassidus is the face of the Torah, and Mikra, Teresh be'ksav is also the face of the Torah. Te- but Chasidus also explains Ma'am Chazal, rabbinic ordinances, halachis, or Taidus of the Chachamim, and reveals the ponim of those in Yonim, particularly when the Chachamim are explaining the Pasuk, when the Chachamim are explaining the Pasuk, then indirectly Chasidus is explaining the Pasuk as well, based on the addition of Chasidus. So you have instances where Chasidus explains Ma'am Chazal and reveals an Oimik, a depth, a profundity, which is Shaloy Be'erech takes something that seems so secondary it makes it even more than primary. Like for example, Kol HaMairich Be'echad Ma'arich in La Yama If anybody's going to be long in saying oh, his years are going to be long. Now on a simple level, Ma'arich Be'echad means it takes you a long time to say the word Echad. And Ma'arich in La Yama means that you're given long life chronologically. But is Chassidus interprets the word ma'irich as aricham as kesen. Kolam <laughs> ma'irich be'echad when a person says echad and he's mamshech from the madreig of arichos, which is in a person higher than istashos ma'irich and lo of that person is given arichas from the madreig of kesen. And like I said, there's many many memoreh hazal about the same thing. Kol <laughs> oyna oman yehesh merabba mechol koychay. The way Chassidus explains it, it's not just rabbinic words; it's very deep mystical transformation in these adaptations. So here's a classic example. And I'm, I'm telling this to you before because I want that the point of the mammy should be crystal clear. Here's a post. E which means David HaMalach speaks in Elisha and he says, God, come on. E tiftach, open up my lips. So that, Ufi Yagid, my mouth will be able to be Magid, which means to speak to your praise. So I can say that so Pasuk and We say this Pasuk between Gal, Yisrael, and Shmei Nasre. And our Maimed is about this Pasuk and specifically why we say between Gal, Yisrael, and Shmei Nasre. But there's a Maimed Chazal. There's a rabbinic statement which is on the first page of your Maimed. That means page Reish Nun Zayin. Four lines from the end of the paragraph. I'm going to read the words. Kivan de Those six words, yeah? The kiva uha rabon kitfilah to The simple translation of these words are since the chachomim said that we should say Hashem, shem sefas tifteva for shmine's eh, kitfilah dami, it simply means that the shminas is a little bit longer. Yeah. It doesn't start with baruch start with a That's the Pshat Nigimarabashtis. But what does Khasi say? Even the kavu the chachamim And what do we know about chachamim? That chamurim divrei seif yisemid divrei teira, and chavivim divrei seif yisemid divrei teira. That what the chachamim add has a higher source than the teira itself. The teira shabiksav, the chumish is atzilus. Teira shabalpeh, which on the outside is bria, has a sheinis in Kes. So the maima says, even the kavu since the chachamim added, a said first, I before davening. Ketfilo Arichta Damiya translates a tefila which comes from Kesef from Arich That's the Pshat in It's not you add another pasuk so the davening is a little long. And what the Chachamim add is higher than what the Tera adds. So they're not just simply adding a few words, they're adding a new dimension. Ketfilah arich, that doesn't mean a longer prayer, but a prayer that comes to the madrig of arich in other words, a prayer that comes to the of kesel. The reason I'm saying this up front and at the outset is because I want to bring out this idea, that that's what Hasidus does. Hasidus always finds the pneumious, and it usually, like I said, takes psukim, but in many instances as well, they take my marich and they don't simply give a different interpretation. They give an interpretation which changes it categorically. And in this case, you, there's a nuschat there's, there's a which goes back 2,500 years to the Anchek Sagadela, which begins, and the Chachamim added that before you say this, the decided you'd say, the Gemara asks why. And the Gemara answers, because since the Chachamim, the Rabbona, were the ones who added these few words, they transformed the entire Shemayne Esrei through these few words into <coughs> a tefillah. That Shemayne Esrei is not a tefillah which is coming from the equivalent in of the madrega of Atilos, but it's coming from a madrega of Kesen which is a Moitendike insight and now we're going to learn the Maime. So we begin from the beginning again. Oh God Almighty, open my lips so that my mouth can sing your praises. Says the Reb. The Malach is asking this. The Jewish collective, all of us together, are asking this. Each one of us individuals asking for this. When you're going to get Shveish Shmenesha, before you begin to talk to God, you say I have to talk to you. I can't even talk to you. Give me words. Kavul And before Shmenesha, we say this. To the isa the Gemara, the Gemara says, O Abiyeham The Tchila Eimer who. Who say Ad Hashem Sephasay Tifta? First you say Ad Hashem Sephasay Tifta, and after you say Ad Hashem Sephasay then you start chmenes. So the Rebbe is right away a kasher. How did he get kasher? Everybody knows that there's something called Smichas Geulah Le That means that you have to say Gal Yisrael and right away start chmenes. Like the Gemara, you say Gal Yisrael, then you interrupt with this pasuk Ad Hashem Sephasay Tifta Rafi Agitilasecha. You're interrupting between Gal Yisrael and chmenes. Now skip one line. said any movement that brings nachakashin. Six lines into that paragraph, the gemara says in the same gemara that there was a man named Rabruna that Sama Fili always said go yestrol and and he never stopped laughing all day long. How could Rabrena said go, we just had this Abiyechanon. Butchila who Amen Ad Hashem Seferase Tiftach that you interrupt between Goliath Yisrael and Pnei'as with this pasuk of Psalm fifty-one Ad Hashem Seferase Tiftach. Ofi Algi Tehilas Echol Umeshani Em for the Gemara the Kiv and the Kavura Rabanan. Since the Chachamim added this pasuk, the Tefillah reaches It becomes like a long Tefillah. Now again, in Nigla the Tera, what's the Tera? When the Chachamim added Ad shem Seferase Tiftach, they stretched Shemayne Esri a little bit, and it's not a half halfseg withingul and Tefillah. That's the Pasha pasuk. Right? Now, I already told you what the Maimon is going to say, because I'm great at keeping suspense. I don't keep it at all. But the Pshutei Shal Mikra is the Chacham Emad Ad Rebbe Frek the the question the Rebbe asks is, fine. So Hashem Sefas Tiftach is very important. And you have to say it every day. Why not say it before you start? Say it before Haidu. Before you say her, you say Hashem Sefas Tiftach. Before you start Davening, say Hashem Sefas HaTiftach HaFiyah Geti Lasecha HaHidu LaHshem Kere Veshmeri. If you do it at the beginning of davening, you wouldn't have this problem. You wouldn't have a kasha, and you wouldn't have to give a teretz. You wouldn't ask, how could you say it? it's an interruption between gula and tefillah and then you would have to answer this tefillah put it at the beginning of davening. You put it right before Shmanesle. You create a problem that it's a separation between Gaul, Yisrael and the amida, and then you have to answer, it's a longer tefillah. Put it at the beginning of davening and everybody wins. This is the Rebbe's kasheh. And of course the teretz is going to be, it has to dafka be here by Shmanesle. Because Davka, the Shemayna Esrei, can be and must be Tfilah as I told you, a Tfilah from Keser. So instead, notwithstanding the problems that it creates, it belongs here and no place else. So the Kasha is, Hashem Safasai Tiftach is after Gol Yisrael, before Shemayna It's uncomfortable to make that interruption. So the Rebbe says in the next paragraph, yaduwa, shesnich, this idea of saying Gol Yisrael and immediately starting Shemayna Esrei is the idea of Yehuda and Yehuda. And Yehuda and Yehuda's theme is bittol, is Shmenesim. And Yosef and Yosef's theme is the Rebbe and Yeshua redemption and salvation. Who is Yosef? This is Yosef. So Yehuda and Yosef is Zah of Atzilus and Malchus of Atzilus, the masculine aspect of Atzilus and the feminine aspect of Atzilus, and snichas guula joining them together. The feminine masculine aspects should be one after the other. And the Rebbe says, what's the difference between Yehuda and Yosef? What's the difference between the feminine aspect and the masculine aspect? And the answer is the feminine aspect goes down to the lower worlds. Nukeva, the woman, goes into the lower worlds. Like we say by Asia Chaya, right? By talk about which means in the darkness of the lower worlds, Vatit and Teref Levesa, Malchus of goes down to the lower world. Soda goes down to the lower worlds. As opposed to Zov Atzilus, Rama Avinu, he's only in Atzilus. And Yosef HaTzadik, Zohar of Atsilos, provides redemption and salvation. For so Malchus of Atsilos, even when it's in the worst situations, and he brought a raya that Yosef prepared food during the years of plenty to provide people what they would need during the years of famine. So we understand, smich gu'ula, the joining go, Yisrael, and is joining the masculine aspect of Atsilos and the feminine aspect of Atsilos. And the significance, the meaning, the value, the purpose, the point of joining together the masculine aspect of Atsilos and the feminine aspect of Atsilos is to create a hashpah, to create a flow from the higher worlds to the lower worlds. Now turn the page, please, to page Reish Nunches. First line, the Indian and saying then immediately saying is joining the masculine aspect of Attilos and the feminine aspect of Attilos okay which is Zohar and Malchus so now when you look at this pastis, until Sheminesa is masculine Sheminesa is feminine which really doesn't make sense it should be the other way around and there's all kinds of explanations but before Sheminesa is masculine Sheminesa itself is feminine and they have to be joined together and between the two of them you separate with Hashem let's read it inside <laughs> That's why, between Gal Yithrol and Shmei Neshe, you say Hashem Sechasai Tiftov. <laughs> What's novel about Shmei Neshe, Al Khal Khat of the earlier parts of Krishna, is Shmei Neshe, Yichud Zun, the union of Zun, and before you start Shmei Neshe, you want to say Hashem Sechasai Tiftov. Now, if you paid attention, the Rebbe just said something that doesn't make any sense. He contradicted himself. I'll tell you how. The first idea is, that till is masculine, Sheminesre is feminine. And the joining of the is He says, you know, we have to do that because is special. And he says, Sheminesre itself is the joining of masculine and feminine. By saying that Essay itself is the joining of masculine and feminine, he's contradicting what he said in the line before. In the line before, he says, Gaal Yisrael is and Sheminesre is Malchus, Nukva." Now we say Shmei essay itself is a combination of Zohar and Ekeiur. The problem is that it re- immediately brings the kasha back. You say you put Hashem Sefazit Tiftach between Goliath and to help create the Shidduch, between Zohar and Nukver, and then you follow it up by saying Shmei Ne'eseh itself as Yichud Zohar and Nukver. And the Rebbe notices the kasha and immediately asks it, look right there. Uke It's explained in Hasidus the Kriyat Shema is a union of Chochma and Bino and Shemene Ese is a Yichudzun. and Shemene Ese is a Yichud of masculine and feminine on the lower level so we start off by seeing Gol, Yistrola and Shemene Ese have a union of masculine and feminine and we almost immediately say Shema is one union of masculine and feminine on the level of Chochma and Bino Shemene Ese is a different union of masculine and feminine on the level of Zairamp and Nukva. Right? so the Rebbe says like this you should know when you say Shmanesar, you stand. Why do you stand when you say Shmanasa? It's because is a When you say Shema, you sit, because you kriya the level of a seat, which is Eilamais, Briya, Yetirah And the Rabbi explained something interesting. In every world there's four levels, right? The four levels are two sets of masculine and feminine. Khokhman Bina is one set. Zeyrampana Nukva is another set. Which is higher? bina. <laughs> which is lower? Zeyrampana <laughs> Nukva, right? No. So the Rebbe has the Pasha Takasha. Kriya Shma is called a union of and Chokhmabina. Shmaina esrei is a union of Zeyrampana <laughs> <laughs> Nukva. <union> <laughs> <union> <laughs> so which is higher, Kishma Shmanesre? Kishma is higher, yeah. So come a Kishma you sit and by Shmanesre you stand? Because the Pasha Tataritsi. Krishna is a higher level, but in a lower world. Krishna is in Bria. And in Bria you can have Yigha The Rabbi says, if we made a Yigha Deva it would destroy us. So Krishna is talking a union of Koch Mabina, but in Bria. Shmei Esra, quote, is only Yigha Deze'eirant in Nukver, but in Atsilis. That's why by Krishna you sit, and Shmei Esra you stand. So now, let's think about this. Let's be be creative, which you're not allowed to do, but do it anyway, right? We have three unions. Ever you have the union of Krishna, which is Chokhmah and Bina. You have the union of for and Nukvah. And then you have the union of Krishna and Shmanesha. And the union of Krishna and Shmanesha is actually up. Kriya Shma is going from the highest levels of Bria into the lower levels of Atsilas. So that's the, how the Rebbe's thought process goes. We started off with an idea that Kriyashma and is a union of a masculine and a feminine and you put Hashem's first in the middle. We follow up by saying that Kriyashma by itself was a union of masculine and feminine and Shmenesra is also by itself a union of masculine and feminine. And what are we saying now? Yes, Kriyashma is a union of masculine and feminine in B'hiyam. Shmenesra is a union of masculine in Atzillus. And the joining of Kriyashma and is again a union of masculine and feminine. It's connecting Bia with Atzilus. You follow what I'm saying, and that's really how this is all developed. And the question is, what's Hashem Sefazat Tiftach doing in the middle? Hashem Sefazat Tiftach is between Krishna and Benesse, because you needed it in between the Zocher and the Then we find out that this is a Zocher and a by itself. This is a Zocher and a by itself. But there's a union between the lower Zocher and a and the higher Zocher and a And right there, hacked out on Hashem Tiftach in the middle. So let's see how the Rebbe says it inside. Five lines from the end of that paragraph, same chem giyula the The significance of putting gal yisro right next to shmei neesei is shmeiin yin yichod avosu lebechaskish giyul That from the level of the highest levels of elam abria, which is called Giyul, yumshech bein yin yichod zunche bshmei neesei. It should join with the union of zeram pin and nukva, which is a lower level, but in a higher world. Which is an Atsilas, there should be a connection. And then the Rebbe says, To go into Shmaneser properly, you want to say Krishna right before it. If you said Krishna, an hour later you come back to Shmaneser, there's a missing of a flow, of a continuity, of an evolution. So Krishna is right before Shmaneser. Krishna brings you to the highest level. Sabriya so and Atsilas brings you into the world of Atsilas. Says the Rebbe, that, that doesn't explain why Hashem is in the middle, it creates a problem. The question is even more. If Sheminesh is its own Yichud, and Kirish is its own Yichud, and Smeich has a union of two different Yichudim, to put Hashem Sefasa Tiftach in between doesn't make any sense. Put Hashem Sefasa Tiftach in before both. And it's there. And it gives a koyach, and you don't have a kasha, and you don't have a teretz. Where's the with Someone came to druket for a bracha. He says, "I'm not a rebbe. I don't give brachos." So someone gave him a kalvachemir. A person gives a bracha. A rechaz comes says, "You give a bracha. You don't need any kalvachemirs and no kachalhemirs." Why do you have to have a kasha? Why are you interrupting and answer? Tzilarich, the put in the beginning. This is the rebbe's kash. So Hashem sefas tiftach is interrupting between gal and Essay, which is a major problem because we want them joined. And the Chacham and Dafke put it there, and we want to understand why. So the Rebbe says in the Yuvans call hegden, be it, and at Let's explain that. One. And the Rebbe goes through a series of twos. What happens now, there will be a number of twos, okay? There's two things, Tairah and Tfilo. So what do they say about Taira? second line into that paragraph, Inyan a from heaven to earth is from heaven to earth, means the that gives. All we got to do is take. We don't have to create the holiness. We don't have to create the access, We don't have to create the chain. We have to just receive it. Because it's from heaven. Tefillah, four lines into the paragraph, is la maila. Tefillah comes from us. In other words, shalafi edechavei dakachi yam Based on what we give, we get. So Tefillah starts with us. So, Kumtocha Yishter says, Teireh is has the eivishter. Abish is infinite, but we didn't earn it. Tefillah is my that everything we get, we earned. But it's limited to our capabilities. And the Rebbe explains, when we bring down from heaven to earth through tefillah, it's limited to midas. Because since we can only raise our midas up, we can only get back from the abish the midas, Can I get midi? Which is midas. The parshah says, "Sheishes Yammas Adi Shem." The Ebech created the world six days, but like Sebishishes, not in six days, because the goes in the Shishamidus and The Rebbe says four lines from the end of the paragraph that Iyade Yaveid as for Adumaviramidus. When a person works on refining his character, Iyadevidoset Machshavadiviramaisi work on his thought, speech, and deed. Shezepel so Bideramidus, it corrects his midus. So davening is your effort and my effort to reach up to the Ebech. It's effective but it's only as effective as our prayer is. We can't be provided higher than means. And the Rebbe says, On a higher level, We daven, and our davening is so heartfelt that it creates, by the a and a reciprocal will to us. So now, how to not hard, but detailed. Two things, Torah and Tefillah. Torah, the Eibishtayot gives, all we got to do is get. Tefillah we have to create from within ourselves. So the Rebbe says in the next paragraph, On Nambit Yesh actually a second level of davening. And this second level of davening is like Tera. That's the long prayer that I described earlier, which we're going to get to in a moment. Says so the Rebbe, third line, I started off by telling you that there's two things, Tera and Tzfilo. Now I want you to know that there's two madregas and Tzfilo. How am I going to explain to you two and Tefillah? Simple. I'm going to give a mashal from two Madreges in Tehrah. So this becomes the second point. Again, the first point is this Tehrah and Tefillah. The second point is two levels of Tehrah. One of the two levels of Tehrah. So the Rebbe says four lines into the paragraph at the tap, and test. bechinas Tau, The level of Tehrah which is called Du, D-U-E. And two lines later, it says in the beginning of the line, bechinas Matasheba, Tehrah. The level of Tehrah which is called Rain. What's the difference between dew of Taira and rain of Taira? So dew, the gemara says, Talei meita, dew never stops because it has nothing to do with the world that comes straight from heaven. Rain, even though it comes from heaven, but it's from the vapor of the cloud that went up from earth to heaven and came back down. So rain and dew are in Taira itself, a level of Taira which comes straight from heaven and a level of Taira that although it comes from heaven, it's elicited by us. So we're keeping score of the math, Yes. Concept one, Tera versus Tila. Concept two, two concepts of Tera. Next paragraph, Ubi er Inyanu, and the explanation of these two levels of Tera is as follows. the There brings a Medrish. The Gemara says, When you read Mikra, that means Chumash. When you read Mishnah, that means Tera Shavah The Ibishta reads Mikra, Mishnah opposite. But then there's a Gemara the Gemara says the first three hours of every day Hashem sits and learns Teda doesn't matter what we're doing so the question is what's these two Gemaras and the answer is there's two levels of learning Teda the lower level of learning is you learn and the Ibish repeats after you the higher level is Hashem learns and you repeat after him the first statement when you learn Mikran, Mishnah repeats after you you come first the comes second the second statement is, Abish learning Taira. And a Yid who tunes into the Taira The e-bishop learns and repeats it after the Ebsh. And this is the third concept. Just like we have Tayra and Tefillah and Tal and Matar and Taira, we now have two other levels of Taira. The Taira which Hashem learns after us, which is a lower level. And the Taira which Hashem learns and we learn after Him, which is a higher level. And then the episode the fourth thing, and we're now... Eight lines from the bottom of Page and Tess, and it says, shame Shahu Just like we know two levels in Teda, Lamaila, one is rain and one is dew. One is a response to us and one is a cause for us. The same is true with Teda down here. Shesh fan da There's two levels of learning Teda. What are they? Number one, Lima Ta shalelishma. Learning Teda not for Teda's sake, a lower level. And then number two, learning Teda for Teda's sake, which is a higher level. And then Nebuchadnezzar says, learning Teda for is a good thing. You should always learn teda, shalei because if you learn teda for the wrong reasons, you'll eventually come to learn it for the right reasons. Says the Rabbi, the Indian Halim Machalel Lishma. Learning Tera Shalel Lishma is Madrega analysis us on a high level, is as follows: You learn Tera properly, or Machadish Tera, and you come up with real Chedushim Tera. Or Machaven MS in your Chedushim are true. So if your Chedushim are true and you're interested in Tera, why is it Shalel Lishma? And the Tera says, "Illuma Tushalel Lishma, mekiven shumargish shehu lemit." He feels himself. Tera Shalel Lishma doesn't mean necessarily being a Russian. Means I'm learning tight on the center of my learning is me. That's enough. So Shalei lishma can be a very high level. But I'm thinking about myself. I am learning. I am understanding. I am being creative. And so long as I am involved in the learning of Shalei lishma, Last words, page What does it mean to learn Tehra for Tehra's own sake? Now go to the next page. And for the Rebbe, she Sha'ina Marik is just at mil a Matziah. He doesn't feel himself as a Matziah whatsoever. El Ali Mudeina Kara Keyh is repeating after the Avish. She who amed estivatashem. Thereby says, as E Zog Das Mizoklamali, he's repeating what they say from heaven. And when a person learns Tahra, that madegah that's called Lishmo. So how many sets of four do we have? Four. The first two is Tayra and Fila, the second two is Talul Matar of Tahrah, the third one is the two Gemaras. And the fourth one is Shalom Lishma. Clear? Are we clear? Questions or comments? So, what's uh, which Torah uh, Lishma like? Zaverah? There's all kinds of levels on Shalom The Gemara is always in favor of learning Shalom because you'll fix it tomorrow. But this—that's when you're doing it. Some people learn Taita to gain some honor to make money. Or he learns Teira to be able to refute the Teira. Those are like, really bad levels of Shalei yeah. But he is learning Teira because he enjoys the Teira. He's just very aware of himself. So on an Eidah level, it's also called Shalei l'shma. So the Rebbe finishes. Three lines on the top of page. There's two levels of dominance And he explains. Tequila really is our effort. Mikomokum yesh madreiga b'tefila. There's a level of tefila. She ain't it It's not our effort. Elo adam Hu be gamri. A person is totally bottled. and his word is like aina. Achara keli. the So in order to have this madreiga tefila, you don't have to do anything except one teeny tiny little thing. What's that teeny tiny little thing? Be bottled. That's it. Right? You're not davening. The E-bush is davening. You're butler. bottle. only problem is, this teeny tiny little thing is, is gargantuan. It's very, very it's far from teeny tiny, right? But that's what the Rebbe says. There's a level of davening where I'm connected to the Ebushah, a level of davening where I'm so butler that, that the Ebushah davening is through me. Two levels of Avedisachs' Now, an example for this, and I always give you the same example, and of course it's relevant to the time of year, the story of Chana. You all know the mice. that Chana was davening, and Ailey calls her drunk. And she says, I'm not drunk, I'm bitter. And Ayla gives her a brach. So the Rebbe says, In a I've never met him. This is, every drunk denies he's drunk. <laughs> she's in the base make that she's talking to the Abish Ela says, You're shiking. She says, No, I'm not chicken, I just had a few drinks. <laughs> that expression, I just had a few drinks. I'm not chicken, I'm bitter. So the Rebbe says, I don't understand. If he thinks she's shikin, he should say, Excuse me, get out. Why I say, Okay, I give you a brach?" So the Rebbe answered, "Ali never thought she drank wine. Ali knew she wasn't drunk. Ali said, you're drunk in prayer. You can't daven like this. If you would come over to another person and you would want something from them, you would talk like a man. What if you went to another person and you want something from them and you knew, you asked for it a thousand times. Get out of my life. Really? What are you screaming at me for? What are you repeating yourself? Ali says to Chana, you're shikir in tefillah. Your prayer is out of control. That's not how you daven talk to Hashem as you were to a man, he may say no. But if you nudge him, he's not going to become better. He's going to become worse. So she says, <laughs> I am very bitter. And she uses the term I'm pouring out my soul before God Almighty. What we call And Eli accepts it. So Rebbe says, why does he accept it? If Elie sees that she's hysterical in prayer... How is being bitter and pouring out her soul enough of a justification? If she's acting improperly or improperly. So the Rebbe answers there's two levels of tefillah, just like here. There's tefillah and there's what I will My tefillah When a person davens, normally they're davening through their mind and their heart. Their brain understands what they need, their heart feels what they need, their mouth says it. So then when you say something 15 times, you're nudged. But when the prayer comes directly from the neshama, by definition, it's not a reasonable prayer. So it's not repetition. And it's not nudging. It's tefillah rech that's coming from a whole higher level. So the Rebbe says that the Gemara says, before Shemayin HaEse, they put in Hashem, not to stretch the Shemayin by one pasuk, but to raise Shemayin up from a madreg of a reasonable prayer with reasonable containment to the madrega of Arech Ampin. So this extra pasuk is not in between, and you have to give excuses why it's there. It's redefining what Shemayin Esri is. And they said, before you daven, say this Pasuk, what does this Pasuk mean? Don't daven with your ego. Bittle yourself to the there and let the to give you words. Which is what the Pasuk means. The moment someone says this Pasuk, and doesn't daven with his ego, but bittles his ego, and says, Abisha, give me words. So now the davening is a whole different madreig of tefillah. Tefillah arich is not an excuse. It's not saying, okay, yeah, we made, it, we made the prayer a line longer. No. It's a higher level of prayer. And it's only a higher level of prayer because you said bittles, Hashem sefas tiftach. So not only is it not an interruption between Gol, Yisrael, and it changes completely the The criteria, the terms of smichat gul because we're now talking not about a tfila which is coming from Atzilus but a tfila which is coming from Keseh, which is called tfila richta. And I hate to say this, this is gorgeous. The pshat, you know, the avoyga, but the pshat, how you show what a gemara means, the PM is incredible. Look at the next paragraph. The meaning of the request. And the gemara says, a long prayer. And you say to the Abish to open my mouth and let me say your words. Three lines into the paragraph. Siv Dalet. Because of a person's bitles. He reaches such a madrige sha'inzu at It's not his prayer. It's a higher kind of prayer. The prayer of Khan. And then the Rebbe says in the next line, you know what happens then? The response is absolutely. It's guaranteed. You know, you've heard this a thousand times. Sometimes you ask God things and he says no. Or he ignores you but not when it's Tfil When the prayer comes from that deep in the neshama, David never says no. So when the davening has a bitle and is transformed from a reasonable tefill to a tefill which is higher than reason, which is called Tfil HaRicht, David doesn't ignore you. And, then and the Rebbe says in Sifhei, Now we can understand The question at the beginning of the Maimir was, why do we say Hashem tiftach right before Shemineser, and get into the question of interrupting the flow of Shemich as We have to explain that it's Atfilah Richta. That, of course, Hasidus has explained in such a rich way that Richta doesn't only mean long, it means from a higher level. And therefore, it descends to the lowest Madregas. So the shailu would again be put it in the beginning of the davening And the Rebbe answers, key. Inin it beza mit Soyezmanesre, the significance of the twelve milbrachashminasre, Hutfilo Alhashpo Bagashmias. This is the part of Davening where we pray for a flow that's material, physical. Shivara Hashon Vidapiakelam to bless our panasa, our time, and to heal our sick. This idea you have in Yigersakhuntas Ahrin, Love chayim that Davening actually changes the physical world in a way that Taida and Mitzvahs don't. But the idea that davening changed the physical world in an actual way is because the davening comes from a very high level. And that's this concept of tefillah richta, And that's what the Rebbe now says, in order that it should come down, down to a physical level, the tefillah has to come from a very high madrege You know, in Hasidis they talk about davening as being the highest level, Right? but at the same time they call Esre Shuv which is singular sacrificing yourself to HaKadosh Baruch davening every single bracha of Esre. the Nikod and the Milu of Sheyam is different because they correspond to the different spheres because Esre is actually considered 12 different kalim that bring down godliness in 12 different ways in the mystical sense, and then on the physical level, it's how the physical world has changed. So Shemayna Esrei, which is the highest point of davening, is the highest not only because you're getting so close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but because you're bringing HaKadosh Baruch Hu down into the world, and you're bringing him down into the world in a way that you see the physical change. And that's why Tvila Richt is specific to Shemayna Esrei, because the other parts of davening can be understood more spiritually. Shemayna Esrei has to be physical, and therefore... It's right before Shemayin esse that you insert that this Bittal creates a Kli for the Tzfil LaRicht. in Kabbalistic words that there's in the first brach of Shemayin HaEseh really two terms. One is K'ni HaKal and the other is Kail elyin which are higher than Hishtal In other words, in general the first brach of Shemayin HaEseh talks about the Midas Avraham Ken and Yaakov and Hishtal But in order to bring the midas of the Ovis to a lower level you have to go higher and therefore it says Kale, and therefore the redemption which comes to the depends on going even higher and the Rebbe says the is from the which is Keser so this is the same idea that when you want to bring something lower you have to go higher and tefillah is to bring it all the way down and therefore you have to have right before Shemene Esed the richt, and he says six lines from the bottom at the uh, at the end of the line, where it says V'chein Isa that Hashem Tiftach, so Adnai is Malchus. You say underline the words Netzach and Tefasei is Netzach and Hayid, Tiftach is Tiferes, and then Upi is Nihy which, which is Keser. In other words, Keser is higher than Ishtal Shalos, Nihy is the very bottom of Ishdal But when Keser is Nimshach to Nihy, Nihy brings down something which is higher than the rest of Ishdal higher than Chagas and higher than Chabad. And the Koyach with this comes from Keser. And he adds, like it says in Siddur, that the Ikir is the Aleph of Adnai, the Aleph of Pela, Pela which is Keser, which is Hayrach Ochmo And it comes down through Hamishim Sharebina, through bina, which is kalagatik Atik So the point is, again, the same idea, that the Ka'arizal also says that the whole idea of Shemineser is to bring things down lower, and in order to affect this you have to have a higher source which is kesen hi and that's why before sh'monessu we say sefase now on top of page today, Alef, something very interesting occurs the Rebbe said this mime in conjunction with his 50th birthday so he makes a fascinating observation and I'm going to tell you this with my own understanding my own commentary which I would advise you to, be, to think about critically in other words feel free to disagree because this is really an interpretation Vezel inyan ben chamishim laetsa. When a person turns fifty, he reaches the age of counsel, etsa, and he says, "Etsa is kloyes In other words, netzach forheid. Now, of course, we know that ben chamishim has to do with chamishim shadibina, the fiftieth gates of understanding. So, how come he brings kloyes yetsa? So, the Rebbe says like this: "Shes nimshak da'afka debechines chamishim shadibina." The fiftieth gate really has to do with bina. But is Lamaila, and he brings what says in Chazal about Meir Abenu, that he was buried in a Har They couldn't find his grave because because he was hired in than and Ta'ach. What I understand here is as follows: the fiftieth gate of Bino is higher than Nistalshlos altogether. It's higher than higher and lower. But the fiftieth gate of Bino is inaccessible. So there's another solution to reveal the fiftieth gate in Bino through something lower which is the Nihih HaChadoshim. And it's the same idea. The lowest point of Sayyidina Ishtal has the highest source. And in this case, when you bring down Keset, the Hi HaChadoshim, it's allowed to reveal what in the level of Bina is unrevealable. And the Rebbe says, So what I'm suggesting is that the Nun Shad bina are really connected to Ben chamishim, But you cannot reveal the Nun Shad bina, But you can reveal the Nun Shad bina as they're brought to a lower level which is Eitzah, which is Kloyoth Yeyatesh, which is Netzach Vachoyed, which draws from even higher. So when you say that a person who is 50 is connected to Eitzah, it really means to the extent that the Nun Shad could be revealed, which is Av Kethur and Hiyach which have the highest source and therefore extend the lowest. And the Rebbe says, V'cheinu Adarach HaChassidah, same as according to Chassidah, so we say Hashem Safazai Tiftach, which is Bittel, which is the Tefillah Aricht, which is also down by Gashmiz. And the Rebbe finishes by saying, um, that the higher kind of prayer is Bittal, when you're sort of responding after the fourth line into the last paragraph and one has total Bittal one requests with the bitterness of his soul it says later on in the capital, leave, toy, a pure heart like create for me God Almighty in a correct spirit renew in me not throw me away and your Holy Spirit, do not take from me. Hashiva, return to me, the joy of your salvation. And the Spirit of generosity, support me. And then it continues and it says, I will teach sinners your ways. And sinners will return to you. And I'm not sure who is saying, whether it's David or Melach, or it's the Ebeshtet. But the point is that through the void of chuba you bring down this incredible Koyach, and you bring down Pele Ha'elion, and this is why we say Hashem is for the temple for dominating.